Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League Preview Show. It's a show that's still laughing about last Tuesday evening at Anfield. On today's pod we'll be asking if Jurgen Klopp's future is nigh in England, plus looking ahead to a seemingly straightforward, but in reality anything but, trip to the south coast for the Blues. We'll also be going around the grounds, proving once again that our powers of prediction leave a lot to be desired. To do this I'm joined today by Chris Apakis and Ben McKean. Hi Chris, you there mate? Hey Steve, how are you Ben? How are you? Nice to be on with you guys. It's very nice to have you and I ask this every time but it always tickles me. What time is it down there right now? <laughs> it's uh, just just over 7pm on a Friday night. So oh really? Oh that's alright. This, this pod is definitely keeping me out of trouble, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> are, you, are you going out after this or are you staying in tonight? Uh, I'm not too sure, I'll see how I'm feeling a bit later. Yeah, see how the pod goes. <laughs> uh, ben, you there? You well? Yes, I'm good. Do you need to know what time it is with me, or can you figure that out yourself? I'll, I'll just look to the bottom of my screen. Yeah, you live six miles away. It's <laughs> six minutes past eight, which is, I mean, I've got to say, it's early doors, but it's, um, yeah, I like this. I like doing a nice early morning podcast. I've got to say, it's um, preferable. Um, let's get straight into the Bournemouth City game this Saturday. Um, it just feels to me that it's it's just typical of our luck this season that the Cherries are finding a bit of form before playing us. Um, Chris, I'll start with you. After after being awful for the most part this season, Bournemouth, they've lost just one in their last three. Can you see them causing us any problems on Saturday? Um, yeah, look, I think under normal circumstances, probably not. But I think given our current up and down form this season, I'm not as confident as, as I usually would be against a team like Bournemouth. I think... You know, given their position in the table thus far and, you know, their involvement in the relegation battle, you'd certainly like to think that they'd come uh, to this game with nothing to lose. So I also think we're lacking a little bit of that aura that we've had in previous seasons where almost we win the game before the ball's even been kicked. Um, You know, and I think from Bournemouth's perspective, you know, seeing seeing the Forest result and seeing them take points away from us, you know, they should come into this game with a decent amount of confidence and they can snag a point or so against us. So, I mean, I guess we're in no position to take any team lightly at the moment. And I think Bournemouth's no exception to that. Um, you know, I was on the pod two weeks ago or so just before the Spurs game and I was saying that we needed to, to sort of start to go on a bit of a run and pick the pace up. And, you know, that message for me certainly hasn't changed. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm keeping confidence that we'll find some consistency this season and hopefully and pick things up. But... I'm just not sure when it's going to start clicking into gear for us. And, you know, we just have to trust Pep and the players that, you know, we're going to turn it on soon. So I will say, I think keeping a clean sheet for this game will be pretty important for this one. And I think for the rest of the season. So I think we probably need to aim to solidify our defence. And, and I think retaining Walker and Diaz in the team might be a big part of that. Yeah. Um, and we've kept too few um, clean sheets this season. That's a big part of, you know, well, what would you call it? You can't really say struggles. It's you know, we're second in the league and playing some sensational football at the time, but certainly at the standard that we've set, we're below that. And I think, yeah, clean sheets are so important now if we're going to kind of get into that um, kind of finishing straight um, for the title. And Ben, same kind of question for you, really. Are you feeling confident ahead of this? I think it's one of those games where, if we look at it, you know, on paper... We, we should be winning. Uh, obviously, we you know we all felt that uh, the same for, for when we played Forest. So, I think I think we definitely should win it. You know, Bournemouth 
um, aren't in the best of form and obviously haven't had the greatest of season. It's an, another one of those teams where we can sing, you know, Harlan School more than you two. Yeah. So with that with that in mind, you know, I think we certainly should win it. Um, I think, you know, our, our recent wobbles has probably made us all a little bit more cautious uh, with that regard in terms of, you know, is there a chance that you can envisage, you know, another scrappy draw or, you know, another thing where we don't take our chances like we did in the in the week versus Leipzig. But I'm expecting us to win. Uh, we really should win. And it's one of those really where if we consider ourselves serious title contenders or, you know, if we all keep saying, you know, at some point it's going to kick in or we still think that we're favourites to win it, then, you know, we really have to be winning. And if we don't, you know, we, we kind of get kind of get to the point very soon where, you know, maybe we don't deserve to win if we're not yeah. winning these sort of games. I'll go along with that. And, and yeah, Haaland scored five more than the whole of the Bournemouth team this season, which is incredible. <laughs> um, is, it, is an interesting stat as well, um, just to illustrate that, you know, how much possession we should expect to have this Saturday, which is no big surprise. You know, of course we're going to boss the game and you'd expect us to. But still, City have had 515 open play sequences of 10-plus passes in the Premier League this season. So, you know, kind of 10-plus uh, passages of play, 515. It's 150 more than any other side. It's wow. 412 more than Bournemouth. <laughs> who rank bottom of that particular league. So, you know, even whoever they're playing Bournemouth, they're just not a team to be stringing passes together. That's not what they do. And it's certainly what we do. Um, looking at the lineups, then, uh, Chris, it's really hard to predict, I would say, because it's three days after a Champions League game. We've got an FA Cup final coming up, uh, FA Cup game, sorry, coming up. So you'd expect some peripheral players to play in that. What kind of lineup are you expecting here? Yeah, you can never really pick these lineups, and and this year is certainly no exception to that. Especially, um, probably, you know, I wouldn't. I'd like to see something not too dissimilar to what we saw against Leipzig. To be honest, I'm not sure on the fitness of KDB and Laporte at the moment, but um, I'm just going to assume that they're not going to take any parts. So, yeah. You know, you know, I don't know what what the update is there, but I'd I'd like to see Walker and Diaz return, uh, retain their spot. Sorry, like I mentioned before, I think we need to start to get them in a bit more of a rhythm if we want to work on our defence there. So I thought Walker at times against Leipzig looked pretty good. Um, you know, cause for Edison to be dropped. Uh, I don't really I don't really agree with that. I think the same thing. We sort of need to play him into a bit of form, although I think he's sort of he's getting there slowly. Um, you know, you could argue argue that Rodri needs a bit of a rest, but I'm not sure how much uh, Phillips is trusted by Pep at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And if, if that so, cost you know, us that, as it really... Or I, I believe it probably will cost us because we're just running Rodri into the ground, it feels like. Yeah. So, I don't know, you, you'd assume that he'd play this game and then maybe Phillips would come in for that FA Cup tie. Yeah. So, I guess with that in mind, I've gone uh, Edison, Walker, Akanji, Diaz, Ake at left-back, Rodri, Bernardo, Gundo... And then Grealish, Foden, Haaland. I think hopefully Foden can come back in and, and, and have a good game. Mm. Okay, Ben, how do you respond to that lineup? Is there any you, you would rather see come in or, or are you in agreement? Well, I think the, the last sort of th two or three games, we've had sort of minimal rotation, which has been good from, from my point of view, you know, swapping out two or three players. So I'd like, really, if we continue with that, I agree with Chris. I think Walker particularly was really good especially the first half uh, on Wednesday so I think if we can sort of keep a similar team um, but as you say being it two games in a week and after a big game I imagine there will be some rotation um, mm. I 
could see Alvarez possibly coming into this, not just because of the rotation factor, but I think because he's such a good player, I just, you know I think that we sort of need to be need to be playing him both into you know with with fitness in mind, but also just to get him a little bit more integral uh, with this team really. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back in, and also wouldn't be surprised to see Foden come back in. Um, with regards to, to KDB, I think you know. Personally, even if he is fit, I wouldn't mind sort of, you know, slowly bringing him back in or rest him. I mean, I, I know he was heavily involved um, during the Forest game, but I, I thought he was pretty wasteful. He was probably one of the worst culprits, to be honest. And he's mm-hmm. not, unfortunately for us, although we, you know, we keep sort of saying it with regards to the whole team kicking into form. I sort of think, you know, you can say that about KDB, really. He's still his radar still seems to be a little bit off so I wouldn't be adverse to sort of as I say if he is fit to to um for him to to be on the bench or something but so I I also think I guess the the other thing is with regards to the left back position I think this is going to be a game and maybe this is where Pep's thinking comes into this sort of thing but this is going to be a game where you know we don't need a defensive left back <laughs> so I can I can see us you know playing whoever that might be, whether it's Bernardo again, although he's played a lot recently, but basically sacrificing that traditional left-back and going for going for the false left-back or whatever we want to call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm anticipating that as well, I have to say. Uh, you, you mentioned there about KDB and his need to you know have a rest, basically, and take it out the firing line. Um, Chris, are, are there any players you can think of who, well, the opposite applies, where they're pretty much undroppable right now? Haaland? Yeah, uh, I think Grealish for sure. Uh, I think Grealish is playing, you know, almost the best we've seen him in a city in a city shirt, which is quite nice to see. Actually, to be fair, uh, I think I think Gundogan's also been quite reliable for us this season. Um, he's he's always chipping in and he's you know contributing whether it's in a, whether it's assists or goal or just in the build up play. So I think you know if he was to leave, you know, in the next twelve months, we would really I think we would underestimate how much we'd actually miss having him around. Um, so he's one player I'd like to see stick uh, stick in the lineup, especially if KDB isn't going to feature. So yeah, I think I think those are the ones that I'd be focusing on. Yeah, I'm full agreement. Um, yeah, and, and Rodri, given the lack of trust for Phillips yeah, as well, it is just kind of. But like I say, that's a problem. I would say right now more, yeah. more than anything else, and something that needs to be addressed. Um, according to the Athletic, this week City have conceded their first shot on target. Sorry, conceded a goal to their first shot on target 10 times this season. So that's over 40% of their games. Um, the first shot we've faced on target, we've conceded. Um, impossible question, Ben, and apologies in advance, because if you're able to answer this, City would be employing you for, you know, 80 grand a year. What What's that down to? How, how, do, you, how do you solve that? I mean, first of all, it's, it's a depressing start, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Everybody likes to see, you know... <laughs> With every every attack or someone through, goes through on goal, you're thinking, right, this is inevitable. I I do think it, it's different to what it's been in the past. I mean, I remember the season when we had Bravo in goal, and you know it was all, it was similar, or every shot seemed to go in. I, I don't mm. necessarily feel like that um, about Edison, who I know we, we, we're going to talk about later on. But I, I mean, I, I guess again, it is a guess. You know, I'd argue that maybe it's it is that defensive the changes that we've seen in there again there's that other stat isn't there about how many defensive lineups we've seen mm. so it's a constantly changing defense um but it certainly does seem our our weakest area of the pitch this season i mean i think our particularly in the last 
you know, six weeks or whatever it's been since since the World Cup break. I think our attack has been pretty good generally, um, despite obviously the, maybe the minor problems about playing playing it through to Haaland, etc. But our attack's been pretty good. Our midfield is is probably you know, I was going to say it's our best part of the team, but it's a toss up between that and attack. But defence just seems weak, and I think there's a few a few things in there for me. I mean, I like Akanji, and I think he's been a bargain, but I do feel that if if the game's ahead of him, he's great. And I think we saw that in Leipzig. If he's got the ball at his feet, he's very comfortable, he's very cool on the ball. But I think as soon as he's turned, as soon as anybody runs at him, that's a real vulnerability that we have. So so I'd say, as I say, the, the changes that we see on a constant basis. Um, and also, you know, I, I think Akanji at our fourth, probably fifth uh, choice centre-back has played a lot of games in that period as well. And that could be a factor. Yeah, and and I mean personally, I have to bring forward Edison as the equation, and just the fact that I don't fully trust him if it comes to kind of shots of the difficulty of seven out of ten or higher. You know, as soon as any kind of hard shot, basically, uh, he faces, then more times than not, his positioning is wrong, or he's got weak weak wrists, or whatever it may be. But he just doesn't seem to have that solidity that a real elite goalkeeper should have. I've said this on the pod recently and I got lots of a, a flack for it on social media and I, I, fair enough, that's what I'm here for and don't mind that at all. Everyone has different opinions but subsequent to that, you know, if he pulls off a good save, people are saying to me, see, I told you he's a good keeper. Well, I'm not suggesting he's not a good keeper. He's a very good goalkeeper but mm. at the level that we're at, is he at that level in terms of his shot stopping? I don't believe he is. Um, so yeah, I'll just throw it open to to you guys, Chris. How do you feel about Edison? Do you think he's unfairly maligned, or is the criticism justified? Look, it's definitely an understandable debate. I think, given his recent performances um, over the last few months, the way I look at it with Edison is, um, I do think that if he was to get injured, touch wood, for an extended period of time we would really miss him and it would highlight mm. just how reliant we are on him That's and how bad. reliant yeah. we have been on him since he has joined. I mean, he's he's been quite consistent for us, you know, since he's come to the club. So, um, you know, he's if you, if you look at most of our good performances this season, they usually were the ones where he's having a good game. So I think similar with, with Diaz and Walker, we just sort of need to hopefully stick with him and, and play him into a bit of rhythm. I mean, these bad lumps of form don't usually last forever. So... Um, it's just a matter of you know trying to get him back into routine and and you know get him comfortable and and confident again. Thanks for listening to the first fifteen minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to ninety three twenty dot com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.